Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where each episode we spend a few minutes focusing on something that's on students' minds right now. I'm your host, Ray, an employability and careers consultant with the University of Exeter. And you can catch up with all of our series, keep up with all our regular releases by doing those subscribing and following things. We're on iTunes and Spotify. So on this episode of the Career Zone podcast, I'm really pleased to be thinking about neurodiversity in the workplace. And I'd love to welcome my guest, Riddy, today. So Riddy, do you want to tell us a bit about who you are and why you're here on this episode about neurodiversity? Hi, my name is Riddy. I'm a postgraduate student at the university. I have a neurodiverse brain. I have ADHD and also suffering with anxiety and depression with OCD, so a little bit of everything in there. And I thought it would be a great chance to come on this podcast and discuss ideas and topics of how neurodiversity could be further explored in a workplace, which I believe hasn't really been discussed before as much. I hear a lot about neurodiversity within students and and their studies, but what about how neurodiverse students are supposed to approach workplace or approach different situations where they're meant to fit in with other people and it's a bit harder to express yeah I I am neurodivergent and go off that there is a I feel like some form of shame working there especially for me so I feel like if it's talked about a bit more if, if other people hear it they would be more comfortable with coming out with it and hopefully workplaces can adapt to them to really get a good relationship flowing. Fantastic. I'm so pleased that we are able to be here and be starting this conversation. One of the things you've said is, you know, you're really interested in talking about neurodiversity in the workplace and what's the experience of someone who is neurodivergent in their thinking or in their brain when they're going into into a workplace. And my understanding is you've got quite a bit of experience of different workplaces. So do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So I started off this year with working at the Guild. So I work as a Guild reception. And then with my ADHD brain, I realized I want to take on a lot of things. So in the beginning of January, I decided I want to work as a work for the Career Zone as a telephone researcher and also do student community warden, which is working with the neighborhood and representing students with between the general council and the university. And it's really been pushing me to the to the maximum and I really enjoy it and I've been really getting to explore how my brain adapts to different situations and I feel like overall working for the university and the guild has been a smooth ride for me but um, there are some areas where I feel like me being neurodivergent sometimes causes an issue for how I perform at work and I have to explain to people, I promise I'm not being lazy. It's just my, I have ADHD, it just takes me a while to actually get used to something than an average person. So it's something I feel like that needs to be discussed more. Or, uh, for example, I struggle with ADHD. I know other people struggle with anxiety or social anxiety, especially working in the university. You have to be very full on. You have to have a lot of confidence. So sometimes I find myself faking a lot of the time and then I just adapt to it. My brain just thinks I'm playing a different character so it's quite interesting how I handle the different roles and sometimes I feel like me being neurodivergent actually helps me because I'm very OCD so as an I aim for perfectionism a lot especially when I'm working so that really helps me with my job so I try to do everything as best as I can 
which I feel helps me more than the average person because I have the in- internal drive to get this done as perfect as I can, which means sometimes it can take longer, but once I get used to it, I do it at a normal pace. Yeah, and I also have my own business, which is an art business, and it distracts me from my everyday work life. It's a way of relaxing. So it's me switching between two different modes. So at the university, I'm doing doing data science and AI, which is very techie, and my art business. So it's very, I switch between two things, which um, really helps me to keep my brain very intrigued and not getting too fatigued in one thing. So, yeah, so I think that's why I've taken on so many roles. It sounds like you do a phenomenal amount of different roles on top of being a student. And I'm sure many people are listening to that thinking, you know, how's that even possible? Exactly. How is that (laughs) even possible? And I'm getting the impression from what you're saying that in a way it is your being neurodivergent in the way that you're existing in the world that makes that possible. Exactly. Yeah. I've had so many people come, how do you do this? When are you studying? When are you doing everything? I actually feel like I get more work done when I am doing a lot of things because if I'm not doing a lot of things, I get bored with it and I will not do work. Or it's just my brain just can't handle it. It just goes off on a tangent to somewhere else and I can't control it. So I feel like me doing so many things helps, comes with time management, I believe. Um, Again, being with OCD, I like to make lists and make tasks of everything I need to do before I even do it. So if I have a lot on my plate to do and once I take them off, it's a sense of accomplishment, which is something I feel like really feeds into my OCD part. Um, I like feeling accomplished at the end of the day. So when there's a lot of tasks, then there's uni stuff as well. Because I've been doing work, I can now switch my brain to university work, which I start enjoying because it's something different from what I've been doing so far. Then also switching off to do art, which is something uh, different from my university work. I also socialize among all this. So yeah, I feel like time management and also me being neurodivergent really helps me to, helps me with time management, I think. Like helps me keep getting things done, really, which I know some people would say it's quite the opposite for people, other neurodivergent people. But I found my, I use that as my superpower. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm OCD. That means I can keep on top of things. I feel like a lot better than my some of my friends who's not neurodivergent and they struggle with it. I feel like I can handle it a bit more. That's my personal opinion, but I'm not sure how other people might feel. I think you've really touched on something that I, I'm coming across more and more as I'm talking to people about this, which is this idea that we can't make assumptions on... I guess, what the superpowers are and also what the challenges are for, well, for everyone, especially for anyone who's neurodivergent as a person. It's great to hear about, I guess, your superpowers and that time management and how you can sort of work with this huge variety of tasks and activities. But you have also highlighted that sometimes when you're doing that, you're not able to do a task in a way that someone else expects you to. No. And I'm I'm really aware if you're doing so much, you must be interacting with so many people who maybe don't understand your OCD or your ADHD. No. And can you tell me a bit about how it's been when you've needed to help someone understand what it's yeah. like for you to do a task? Yeah, sometimes I feel like my brain's like a computer with my ADHD is running on 20, like 100 miles per hour. So when I have to explain to people how my brain works is I have to like do a hard break and explain 
I understand it can be quite confusing, but the busier I am, the better I perform in my studies, in my actual or in everyday tasks. And it's been sometimes it's a bit difficult because people still don't understand or pretend to understand, which is I understand. I mean, obviously, it's not something everyone can understand, but it's just trying to explain to people how my brain works is quite difficult and how I'm managing to do everything and they sometimes get a bit awed or like or well you're doing this it's so cool which kind of um then after explaining to people which kind of makes me feel really happy like oh I'm doing everything because from a young age I haven't been I feel like I struggle especially with like having ADHD and anxiety and depression I had a lot of imposter syndrome growing up especially during my undergraduate year so I thought my disabilities would basically makes me a weaker person and would stop me from doing what everyone else is doing like an average person is doing and once I changed the mindset like as I said like like a power and once I started thinking that way and not caring what other people think like me being constantly busy and me constantly like doing so many things and also getting uni stuff done and I feel like I'm being more true to myself and that's coming across to people and I feel like some of my friends said they're like oh I like they're inspired to like also get busy and do their own things now, which kind of makes me happy. Like I am quite different from them, but I'm also in like being mentally disabled and like inspiring someone who's not neurodivergent is something quite big for me. I can see how that must feel really satisfying in that yeah. you're achieving and you're yeah. improving the world, but you're also like improving and inspiring other people's ability to yeah. kind of be better versions of themselves as well. Yeah. I'm wondering, have you always been the person that's had to open that conversation and explain to someone, look, this is the way my brain works? Or have you had it where other people have initiated that? Yeah, I forget that it's not normal for most people to do (laughs) three jobs, but technically four jobs with my business and like have full time study. I forget it's not normal for people. So I just keep going on with my conversations as it is. And people just have to stop me as and say, wait you're doing three jobs like it doesn't make sense like so I feel like they instigate the conversation then I have to slow down I was like oh wait not many people do that so I'm just going to explain how that works so I feel like more people once they start a conversation with me they realize uh, I'm doing a lot of things and then they start the conversation they're like oh how does that work and I'm like yep I'm neurodivergent it helps me I find like doing all these jobs it's like a coping mechanism for me it helps me with the way my brain is because my brain can't stick to one thing and moves on to the second one so it gives me the more options so it keeps me entertained so it doesn't keep me so I don't get bored easily so that's something I have to deal with my uh, deal with ADHD. I'm totally getting how you kind of map that onto your life in a in a bigger sense because you've got all of these different I guess all of these different plates spinning at the same time and actually for you it works to be like jumping from one spinning plate to another to another but I'm wondering now about like when you're then in any one of those jobs are there obstacles or accommodations that you've needed to have put in place in order to enable you to like focus on just that one plate and spin it right while you're there yeah Uh, so I think I did that to myself personally. So as I said, so with ADHD, you're either everywhere or very, very hyper-focused into one single thing and you can't multitask at all. So it's there's no in-between. So 
I have basically trained myself to, I, I mean, it's, I'm still struggling with it sometimes, but when I am on that one plate, I'm very hyper-focused on that task and that becomes my world, if that makes sense, and everything else doesn't make sense. So I'm so fo- very focused on that. Everything is a blur. So then my OCD kicks in, like, I have to do this really well. I have to make sure my manager or my supervisor is happy with the work I'm doing. So that kicks in. And that's how I stay focused and on that plate. And then once that's done and I've received confirmation, oh, that's good. It's, as I said, I have, it's also my OCD. I like ticking off things. So I know I've done that well. I've ticked off that in my brain. I can move on to the next task. So when I'm working at the receptionist, I am full, just a guild receptionist. I'm not a student anymore. I'm full on professional. I'm, I'm taking over that role. As I said, like I, take on different roles if that makes sense like and then I put myself in and just transform I'm a different person so I feel like that really helps me and not jump from other things to other. Great it sounds like you've got a lot of strategies in place you've got so much confidence in being able to have the conversations when they're needed and manage yourself in with huge levels of self-awareness really to, to manage yourself in lots of different situations and and be the different versions of yourself for all those different things that you're doing. I guess we've been zooming sort of in on the focus, and I'd like to zoom the focus out before we finish the conversation. You're obviously doing loads of stuff, gaining loads of work experience, and developing a wide range of skills in that, which is, you know, what we're all about at the Career Zone. And we're really aware that we, you know, we want our students, whoever they are, neurodivergent not neurodivergent from whatever background they are we want people to be gaining experience and gaining skills so that they can really thrive in the the digital world the world of the future of work that we're going into and I wonder if you've got any kind of closing reflections on the position of yourself as a neurodivergent person going into that kind of future of work that we often describe as a as a VUCA world, a volatile, uncertain, complex, yeah. ambiguous world. Yeah. I feel like as like uncertainty, especially those words, are just trigger points for any neurodivergent person. It's just like the one thing we all a lot of people like all my friends who are neurodivergent, we all talk about is the uncertainty of the world in the future. And I feel like especially the careers are now that they're, they're very well equipping us into stepping into the world and they're like there to hold our hand if that makes sense so it's like navigating it's not like oh you have to do this 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 is they're there then you can go back for check-ins which is really nice it's not just like I've helped you that's it you're done like you know like as a neurodivergent person I found the tourism very helpful in doing check-ins and also just really improving my skills like the three jobs I found is through Handshake which is the job search platform to Careerzone which is something like really helpful for me. This is really the only year that I've been working at the uni and this is a new experience I have been uh, experiencing like especially I feel like I had to stop and talk to people a lot more about my disabilities than I do in my studies so I feel like this chat has been really helpful so yeah thank you for inviting me and I'm glad I got to talk and explore this with you. Yeah well thank you so much I'm really pleased you were able to make it and to join this conversation and manifest it you know sometimes (laughs) you just don't know we're sat there in the career zone thinking we want to be thinking about this more we want to be working on this you're sat sat there thinking that as well there'll be other employers thinking what kind of plans can we develop how can we improve 
our practice. It's all happening. We just need to join the voices together and have them heard. So it's been wonderful to have you. Thanks for coming along. Thank you. This was the Career Zone podcast brought to you by the University of Exeter Career Zone. You can find this series on iTunes and Spotify. So do subscribe and follow us to keep up with our regular releases. And we would love to hear from you. So if there is something on your mind, then share your thoughts or questions on Instagram at UOE Career Zone or at UOE Cornwall Career Zone or Twitter at UOE Careers. Hashtag Career Zone podcast and we'll follow up in one of the next episodes. Finally, of course, you can find out more information about all the support we offer at exeter.ac.uk slash careers.